Hello, welcome back everybody. Hi everyone. We hope you had a good week. Yes. Um, we want to start episode two of Wine and Climb by saying just the biggest thank you to every single person that has texted or called us um, over the past week since we released episode one and just told us how much they loved it. Anybody who followed us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, anybody who rated us five stars or just reached out and told us, you know, how much they enjoyed listening to us blabber on a bunch of bullshit for 45 minutes straight. Um, we appreciate all of you so, so much. You are literally the best. And honestly, the reason why we have the motivation to come back and do this for a second week in a row. Yes, we were <laughs> talking before this and just about like raving about how supportive our friends and family are and how like much you guys have made this just so much more amazing than it already was so absolutely you thank know you. we started this not knowing if anybody was going to listen not knowing if it was a flop and majority of the people you know who have listened thus far are family friends past co-workers current co-workers things like that but we just really appreciate you guys and hopefully you know with everybody's support this can turn into who knows what god knows what just more than we could have ever expected so thank you. And thank you. also, if you're new here, welcome. Um, this is only episode two, so hopefully we continue to get a lot of new listeners. Yes, but hopefully. Um, thank you, you know, for any new listeners. This is kind of an, a podcast where we talk about our experiences in corporate America and we drink some wine while we do it because that makes some of the shittier experiences a little bit better. Yes, it absolutely does. And so... This week, how we're going to kind of structure this episode is we will do like a brief kind of overview of how our past weeks have been since we last spoke to you guys. Then Lizzie will talk about the wine that she chose this week. She she selected this week's wine that we're drinking, oh, which is very good, by the way. Oh, very, okay. very good. Um, and then we are going to talk about our main topic, which is remote work and the new kind of work life situation that we're all all dealing with the post-pandemic nine to five or post-covid nine to five if you will um that'll be like the bulk of this week's episode and then as we did last week we will end with our cheers and our highlight of the work week yeah all right so to kick it off let's see what kind of wine we're drinking bear with us here for a second yes let me pull out the wine um, so I picked this out because it was on sale at Target. <laughs> um, that it's is really the... just a running, a running theme here. I think is going to be some cheap wine until, yeah. until we get a lot of subscribers and we can afford fancy wine. Yeah. Until people start suggesting wine, it's literally just going to be no method to the madness, just picking random wines. Um, so this is Boggle or Bogle. I, I don't know how to say that, but it's B-O-G-L-E. So Bogle Family Vineyards. It says it's in Clarksburg, California, and this is an old vine Zinfandel from 2019. Um, and I really like it. I'm just not getting into red wines, but I really like this a lot. It's I, I'm gonna sound fake, but I think it's, it's bold. <laughs> I would say. I, you know, I. I am a big Cabernet drinker, and I feel like it, it does remind me of a Cabernet. It's really, I've never had, like, an old Vines in Vendale before. Um, I think it's really good. I really like it. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I read something on the bottle when I was picking it out, because I was also like, oh, I got to pick out a good wine that's going to be a good story. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, the vines, I think, were carried over by immigrants to California, and then mm. it's been in the family for four generations, it said. Love um, that. So, yeah, I would rate it. I really like it, honestly maybe like an eight out of 10. 
Yeah, I actually, I think I would be around an eight as well. I think an eight out of 10. I'm reading on the back here just for anybody who is listening. Um, and again, like the name of the wine will be in the show notes. Um, but it says flavors of blackberry, black cherry, raspberry wrapped in a smooth blanket of vanilla and oak. Neither of us know what the fuck that means. But, but I mean, hell yeah. hey, if you're, if you're into wine, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. I like it. I do too. Eight out of ten. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. So, now that we've got our wine rating out of the way, Lizzie, how was your week? Oh my gosh. Okay, so it's Monday when we're recording this. Um, my Last week was really good. Um, no one was really in our office, so it was super chill. I did not get a lot done, but there also wasn't a lot to be done. So, last week was just super chill, and then over the weekend, my sister and her husband, so my brother-in-law... They did a housewarming party for their new house, and oh my god, it was literally my dream home. I love it that. It was like I was walking into an episode of HGTV, and I just wanted to live there. And it, it, it made me so happy because I love that they're finally in their dream house, and like they're so happy to be there. But also, it made me sad because I'm saving to buy a house, and I know I won't be able to afford anything close to something that amazing in our market because where we live is so expensive that like I wouldn't be able to afford like, feel a that. quarter of that but besides my own selfishness the house was beautiful and I'm so happy for them <laughs> that's amazing I love that congratulations to Lizzie's sister if you're yes. listening I hope you're listening she is <laughs> she better be <laughs> awesome well I what did I do this past week at work was pretty pretty chill I feel like um we yeah just kind of like business as usual nothing too crazy this weekend um spent some time on the lake went jet skiing with some friends um went to a concert with my parents um yeah it was a lot of fun things going on this weekend did a closet clean out which I've been pushing off for about six months also very productive of me we love a good purge did that on Saturday morning so you know feeling very proud of myself going into this week feeling refreshed feeling good um but yeah so should we get into the main topic of this week let's do it yeah remote work um I think you know we went pretty much overnight from working the very well-known corporate nine to five Monday through Friday ball and chain to your desk scheduled lunch breaks I've had a boss who wanted scheduled bathroom breaks I mean we're talking like you're expected to be at your desk and if you're not at your desk you're not working and then in the blink of an eye all of a sudden we were all working from home and things were fucking up in the air right yeah, it was it was wild. So I think to kind of like set the set the stage a little bit, we're going to tell you about our current work setups in office home work from home hybrid, um, just so that you can get an idea of what we're dealing with and where our perspectives are coming from. Yeah, so I guess I can go first. Um, my current work situation is ma- mainly in office. I think the like rule in our company with my role is that I'm able to work remote 20% of the time. So it comes out to like one day a week. Um, but most of the time I'm in office and it's just easier to be in office. So that's where I am with this position. And my last position, I was also, it, it was required to be in office. So I've never really had the opportunity to work from home from a prolonged standpoint, you know, like I, it, you know, everyone had the thing where if they were exposed to COVID, they had to quarantine for two weeks. You know, I worked remote for situations like that, but I never had a long-term, like, developed a new routine type of working from home situation. Yeah. So, which is very different from your situation. So I feel like we might have different opinions or, like, different yeah points of view. I think so, too. So, yeah, I am working 
I mean, it's technically a hybrid model in the fact of like, you can come and go from the office as much as you please. You have an office space, you know, in the city, in the actual, in the actual office. Um, you have your desk and your monitors and everything there, but then you also have the flexibility to be at home whenever you want to. Um, for me, I'm kind of the complete opposite of you. I only spend about 20% of my time in the office and about 80% time at home. Um, and that's honestly not necessarily a personal decision. It's kind of like I would go to the office more than once a week, but the office would be empty, like crickets. And it's far away. It is. It is far away for me. Like it's, it's a 45 minute drive. It's an amazing office though. I will say it's an amazing office. I'm very surprised that more people don't go in on a more regular cadence, but right now they just don't. And I think that comes down to being comfortable working from home and the flexibility and the whole new environment that we exactly. have right now. Exactly. And I think that's a great transition into kind of where, like, th- this whole conversation is going to go, right? Like, yeah. I, do I love working from home? Not really. I thought I did in the beginning. I really, really thought I did. I loved This the, is news to me. I, and, and, like, we've talked about this so many times. So, I, it's like, it's just such a fucking toss-up. Like, I say I yeah. do. I love the idea of the work-life balance, the flexibility. I had to go get a car inspection today. I was able to just bring my laptop and go and sit and wait for my car to be looked at for an hour, right? And I could work from the garage, and it, like, was not a big deal. Couldn't do that if you're in an office, right? You have to, like, take an extended lunch or use some PTO. And it's just it's just not feasible when we're in yeah. this, like, we... what is What is the phrase? Like, we don't live to work we work to live right literally so like you have other things going on in your life that are outside of the office and so like work from home makes that perfect because you can get things done you can run errands you can if you have kids which lizzie and i don't have kids yet but like you you can be there for them when they get home from school things like that yeah um but it gets lonely like this is kind of a sidebar but my um, one of my managers, cause I have like a hundred, not really, but <laughs> one of my managers today called me before one of our meetings and was like, Hey, my daughter has a fever. I can't lead this meeting that normally I lead. Are you comfortable taking the lead? Cause mm-hmm. like I'm kind of being groomed to end up taking over these meetings next year. And so she was asking if I was comfortable, which I love and respected, but also yeah. like she had a sick kid and that happens. Yeah, exactly. And she was able to like, and I, you know, I was fine taking the meeting. Um, but she was able to be with her kid, which is the most important part. Exactly. You have a A life and a family and just other things going on. Even like a doctor's appointment, a dentist appointment. Like we have other things going on outside of work, which is crazy because some managers, I don't think comprehend that. Mm -hmm. Just some companies in general don't comprehend that. But you do have a life outside of the office. And, and that part I love. I love being able to live my life and work at the same time. I'm going to pour another glass of wine. Oh, could you pour me some too? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Hold on. Um, Let's get the, the cork pop. That, I really hope that, that was came through. So that was weak. fucking low. That was embarrassing. <laughs> but I'll say on the flip side of me working from home, such a large portion of the time comes a lot of loneliness. And I think that has taken a very, very big toll on my mental health over the past couple years. Um, I live in a very small apartment and I think I might've maybe alluded to that in the last episode. Not sure if I did. We, we did edit some parts out, but I am in a very small apartment and I think staring at the same four walls every single day makes me not great. <laughs> I just yeah. think makes my mental health very, very low. Like there's, I mean, I remember like in the winter, especially 
when it's like storming and raining or if it's like snowing, there'd be like a four day period where I would not leave my 800 square foot apartment. And that is, it really like, it really fucked me up. Yeah. I mean like it really fucked that me gets up. into a conversation of like, if you're an introvert or extrovert, but like, I think we've talked about this. We're both extroverts, right? So did I make that up. No, we, I feel like in college I was, but I feel like I've gone into this like hole of like, I've got this, I've always had anxiety, but, like, this new formed, like, social anxiety that I never really had, like, dealt with before. And I genuinely yeah. think it's because, like, for years straight, I was, like, working from home and literally, like, in my own bubble that I forgot how to interact with other humans that were not just, like, my immediate family and my boyfriend. And I know yeah. that sounds so fucking, like, no, trivial and stupid. Like, oh, not. how did you just forget to interact with humans? But when you go from working that nine to five Monday through Friday, seeing people in the hallways and the break room. And then you go to like nothing but your own and voice in your like, head. It, you, it takes its toll. I think that's something that everyone can relate to no matter what field they work in. Like the mm-hmm. pandemic, I think really, and this isn't the point of the episode, but I think the pandemic really upended just social norms and societal constructs as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, my therapist asked me if I have social anxiety, and I was like... You're like, maybe. I was like, I never used to, but I, I think I'm thinking I about do. it. Yeah. And I think, like, another point, too, that you could, like, tie to that is, like, happy hours, even. Like, when, when companies mm-hmm. have started transitioning back into, like, in office, and, and you're you're in office. I'd mm-hmm. love to hear your perspective on this, too. You're in office the we'll majority of the time. But, like, having these happy hours I get so anxious before them because it's like okay these are my coworkers. I talk to them every single day but not not in a like oh like shits and giggles in the break room or like there's no water cooler talk exactly exactly it's always just like work talk in meetings and and like on zoom meetings Mm -hmm. and that's it and it's like okay like how do you actually interact with these people in person and that's something that I have really really struggled with and I think too like I love the team that I'm on. I absolutely love all the people that I work with and I couldn't be in a better position. I couldn't be in a better team on a better team to try and onboard myself during this trying time. Um, but yeah, there's definitely that sense of like, Oh my God, like I work with these people every day, but they've seen me in person maybe twice. It's like people always joke of like, you realize how short someone is. And I'm, I'm five foot, nothing, everybody. Like, I'm a really, really short. We are so petite ladies. We are both tiny, tiny people. And I always think it's funny of, like, people probably see me walk in the office and be like, who is that child that they let loose in here? (laughs) It's just little things like that, though. It's like you, I guess, I take for granted, like, how excited I used to be for happy hours. And now I, like, overthink them so much. And I... I don't mean to interrupt. Am I interrupting? No, not okay. at all. Sorry, I'm using this as a therapy session, apparently. Well, that's kind of what these are. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, yeah, this can be a therapy episode. <laughs> um, but I will say, like, with my current role, most of our office is in person. And again, there's only like 10 of us in my office. But there's about three or four people that are always remote. And I will say I have a different relationship with the people I see every day in the office and the people that I don't. I, I automatically feel more comfortable with the people I see every day because you just, you see them at your, when you're first getting up and getting to work, you see them when you're like getting frustrated at, at, you know, whatever's going on. But the people that I work with remotely, I only see them in meetings, like maybe an hour every other day. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how to like read their body language or like interpret their emotions or like I I can't joke with them because I you can't tell a joke over zoom like that's not (laughs) that's just weird it is I it's like 
such the the in-person interactions versus like a zoom interaction like you would think in my mind when we went into this you know remote work from home environment I didn't think that it would be that different but it truly truly is like that mm-hmm. in-person time with pe- like your coworkers is invaluable like it it really does like bring you closer together as a team mm-hmm. and I I think we took that so much for granted because the all of the pros I feel like of working in the office were overshadowed by the you have to be at your desk all the time. If you're not at your desk, yeah. you're not working. God forbid you take an extended lunch because you have a dentist appointment. Like, And so it's just such a work-life weird balance. I Even though both of my my current job and the job I had before this, and I'm so sorry if I keep interrupting you. No, not at all. Tell me to shut the fuck up if I need to. Oh, my God. I seriously, when we, I'll say, this is such a side note. When I listened back to the last episode, I was like, Maeve, shut the fuck up. Stop <laughs> fucking talking. We both um, <laughs> just, like, steamroll in conversation. We really do. <laughs> But, who can get their point across the quickest? <laughs> I've had both of my previous, like, the job I'm in now and the job I had before were both, like, required to be in person. But the last job I had was so micromanaged. If I had a doctor's appointment, I had to take yeah. one hour of PTO. If I was running late, it was, like, a very big deal. The job I have now is not the same. M- my boss and the entire company understand work-life balance. Like, if, if I'm going to be traveling because I actually in September is going to be like really crazy for me. I have so many work trips, but like they're really flexible where they're like, okay, you're going to be traveling a lot. So on the like first work day after you get back from traveling, you can work from home or like if you have a doctor's appointment, just like come in late or something. So it's, I don't mind working in person if they work with me. If there's like a flexibility to yeah. it. Yeah. Which I'll is say so nice. it is so nice. I think the biggest thing for me, like I've always said this, even before covid and the pandemic like that horrible fucking c word COVID. but even before all of this happened over the last couple years i've always thought to myself like if you're doing good work if you're hitting your goals if you're hitting deadlines if you're going above and beyond for your team and you're you know doing a great job just in the role that you're in who cares if you work from the fucking moon honestly right who cares where you're working if you are getting your shit done yes that's kind of always been my outlook on things and I feel like that should still stand now whether you're working from home whether you're hybrid whether you're in the office whether you're again like whether you're working from a Starbucks a Target work from your car work I've worked from my car before on a road trip I didn't want to take the day off and I literally hotspotted from my phone yeah got my work done like it's not that hard you can work from uh, I'll say in, in most jobs. My boyfriend, he's an engineer and he cannot work remote for a number of reasons. But in my job, and I think in a lot of jobs in this day and age, you can work remote. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can, employee employers should be able to respect, like, working from anywhere. Working, I mean, if you have kids, like, you need to take, you know, the hours from, like, 3 to 5 off. Your kids, greet them when they come home from school, do their homework, yeah. make them dinner. Log back on in the evening. That shouldn't like, even be go a to question. work earlier. Like, maybe yes. if, if you, like, have a partner, one partner takes them to school in the morning and you start your work day early mm-hmm. so that way you can get off early and go pick them up. You know, it's it's just, like... Right. I think we, like, it's, it's, it's so fluid and it's so flexible. And I think... I would just hope that all employers are, like, moving to that understanding. I know Mm -hmm. there's still – we have a ton of stories to come your way, guys, over the next couple months of, like, 
micromanagers from hell, right? Like, literally. From hell. The spawns of <laughs> Satan. Yeah. Mm, that was aggressive. My bad. No, but it, it's true. There's always going to be people like that out there that you just cannot please. But I, I like to think that corporate America is maybe moving in the right direction. I think it's like, it depends on the company. Because mm. this is a very delicate time because... You know, it was very obvious that for 2020 and 2021, like, you were working remote. Yes. There was no question about that. And and now it's weird. Now it's it's very weird. The it's a gray like, area. It's, you don't know, and most companies, like, are, I think are struggling on, like, how do we proceed with this? Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you force people to go back to work, how do you, you can't force someone to go back to work after three years of being remote. Like, that just, yeah. of course they're going to quit over that. And people do. Well, I think, like, the biggest thing, too, is, like, you think of even in the past two years, let alone since, like, what, the frickin' 1950s when this 9 to 5 mm. Monday through Friday model was invented. I do want have a comment on that later. Do you want to make an hour? It's a total, like, I Oh, just digression. hard left? Okay. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say was I feel like since this, you know, the typical 9 to 5 model was, was invented or thought up by someone who wanted to make a lot of money, um, technology has evolved. Oh, yeah so so much I mean people can do their entire job from their phone like you're working with national clients international clients when I worked at the the company I worked for for the first couple years out of college everyone that I worked with was in a completely different part of the country so I was in an office Monday through Friday nine to five and I was zooming people all day every day because none of the clients that I worked with were actually in the same city as me. Yeah. So I wasn't meeting anybody in person. So like you take that and like you see what you can truly do with that like Zoom or or Microsoft Teams, which I hear the Microsoft Teams ding in my fucking nightmares. But you take all of that and you really like you, we could just like really run with it in this remote environment. Like there's just you can I mean you for you talk to people in Belgium, Germany, all, all day, every Literally day. Literally all over all the All day, every day. Like, it's it's insane what you can really, like, do when you invest in the technology and things mm-hmm. like that. And, like, I think also the opportunities opens for people our age is, is incredible. Yeah. Being able to, like, rent a Sprinter van and travel around the U.S. or, like, even if anybody oh. in Europe is listening, like, travel around Europe but, like, be working remote, amazing. Van lifers are my favorite I mean, seriously, influencers. that's the absolute goal. Even like getting, getting a job with like I don't know a company, a big company like like a Facebook or something mm-hmm. like, who's in New York or California, and here we are in in the South. Like, yeah. we wouldn't have that opportunity before, but now like you have the opportunity because these companies are hiring remote. And so I think like those are some more pros, if companies are willing to like hire remote and you know use the the technological advances that have literally been put in place over the last 20, 30 years. Yeah, and. I mean, the thing is, I think remote work has been feasible for so long. It just mm-hmm. wasn't conducive to the corporate lifestyle. Yeah, that's and what so I'm saying. And so it was never yeah. pushed. So I I can't wait for all the studies to come out because obviously there's going to be COVID just really upended the world. There's mm-hmm. going to be studies left and right about how it affected literally everything in life. Yeah. But I just can't wait to read all the stuff that comes out about how it affected corporate America. Cause I mean, we've all seen it already Yeah. in terms of like the mass resignation, the, you know, the effect it had on the economy, which then affected your pay and like the forcing people to go back to working in person. It just, it's very interesting to see how it has affected corporate America. And I just, I really can't wait to see 
the studies that come out to say, okay, even though, sure, technologically, everyone could be able to work remote, does, how does that affect productivity? How does that uh, affect yeah, your, your um, inner relations? What is that called? Your social skills? Social, not your social um, they affected my social skills. There's something I'm thinking of, like inter, intercommunication. Oh man, I can't think of it. But I'm not sure what word you're looking for there, Lizzie. Uh, it's gone. But it, I just, there's all these non tangible things that it affects. Which it's like I would love to work from home, remote, but also I can see and understand the benefit of it, not yeah, being good for all of those mm-hmm. items right there. So it, it's just, and I, I don't it's think such a toss-up isn't it yeah it's a toss-up and it's also industry specific like yeah. you said your your boyfriend's an engineer there's certain things that he can't he do can't do from home yeah just and softwares and things like he cannot have on a personal computer or like honestly like he just can't like I, we have you know a monitor in our apartment like he he does so much coding work that he just like one monitor isn't mm-hmm. enough one monitor and his laptop isn't enough and I think but it's so crazy to me because a lot of people that, you know, that I work with on the marketing side don't want to go into the office because they love their work from home setup because it's enough for them. Yeah. They, they've got their two monitors at home and they've got their setup and they've yeah. invested the time and the money into making this work from home space so comfortable that they don't want to go in. Whereas yes. on the flip side, someone like my boyfriend, he doesn't want to work from home because he's got the like sweet setup at work. Yes, I have a whole pros and cons list that I made for this episode. That, I like, do talks too. About that. We're definitely going to end with the pros and cons, everybody. And we honestly, we'll put a question box on our Instagram story too. Yes. And, and you tell us like your number one pro and number one con of, of working from home or working in the office, whichever, whatever your current setup is. Maybe we right do now. like a survey that's like who prefers working from home and working in person. And then we can do like an open ended question. Yes. Of, like, I love yeah. it. Everybody follow us on Instagram at the Wine and Climb podcast, please. Yes. Shameless plug. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) There's nothing shameless about that. We're trying to get fucking followers. (laughs) We're really trying to make some shit happen, guys. We really are. Um, Okay, I'm going to take a complete, like, hard left here. Okay. If you're okay with that. And ask you a question um, to kind of, you know, not wrap up, but just kind of continue the conversation about work from home. But it's kind of different to what we've been talking about thus far. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you work more? Or do you think you work less? And I don't mean in terms of, like, productivity. Because I think, like, you know, if you're working from home and you're comfortable in your setup, you can get a lot done in less hours. But I just know, like, I have experienced in the past where I felt like I couldn't walk away from my computer. Because it's like, okay, well, I don't have plans this evening. I don't have a reason to leave my apartment. Or I don't have a reason to leave my house. So I'm going to keep working until 7 p.m. Because, just because, because, because. Because I feel like I have to. Right? Whereas I've also experienced in a positive sense of like, okay, I have this flexibility. I have the opportunity to like work from like today, like getting my car inspection. Like Mm -hmm. I could work from the garage and like, you know, I have, I have that flexibility. I can work from my phone. So like, I don't mind logging on on a Saturday, doing a little bit of work from my phone for 30 minutes when I'm chilling by the pool because I have that flexibility. Yeah. So, but again, there's pros and cons to both. So do you feel like, if you've ever been working from on the days you work from home, mm-hmm. do you feel like you work longer hours because you are like, mm, well, I'm not sitting in traffic, so I guess I can stay online till seven because that's when I technically be getting home anyway. Oh, it's such a tough answer because there, it's not a black and white answer. I will mm-hmm. say, like with my last job, I think I would work more because. I, I just they were micromanaging so much so I felt like I had to prove that I was working even though I was remote um 
So like, I, I think I worked more at my last job, but the job I have now, it's very much like much more flexible, right? Mm-hmm. So if I end up taking a call with a European company or with one of my European yeah. counterparts at 7 a.m., then I'll be like, okay, like I, I took that Come call at 7 or like I'll, I'll go like maybe work out on my lunch break and do like a two hour lunch or like yeah. maybe if I'm working remote, like I'll go like do some laundry here and there and not feel guilty about it yeah. because I already know I had a 7 a.m. European call and it's just, I, I think it's a culture thing where I know my company yes. trusts me to do my work. Yeah. So I don't feel like I have to overwork. I love that. I do think like you're tying it back to like the flexibility, the respect, the level of trust that your employee has with your employer has mm-hmm. with you. And then that makes like a, okay, it's not that I'm overworking. I'm just working on these flexible hours. It's not like I have to work from 9 a.m. straight through 7 p.m. Yeah. Chained to my desk. It's okay. I worked from 9 to 3 and then I had to dip out for a minute because I had yeah. an appointment and then I logged back on from 5 to 6 and then I ate my dinner and I checked in on my phone again really quick in the evening there's some weeks where like I work really heavily and I'm there at like 7 a.m and I'm still there until like 7 p.m like there's some weeks where there's so much work that it is just go 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 Mm -hmm. but then there's other weeks where there's not as much work so it's like okay it's four o'clock I'm gonna head home bye so it's you know I think having a work that understands that is is just so so key work-life balance baby Literally, to any managers that are listening to this, work-life balance. That's all we ask. That's all Literally. we ask for. Your employees will probably fucking die for you if you respect their work-life I mean, balance. Seriously, <laughs> a mutual respect is all I think that people truly want these days. Yeah. Because I, we have both been, Lizzie and I have both been in situations where there's no respect. And we've both also worked under people who have that mutual respect. And, like, I will, I will sing the praises of any manager who shows me respect and I will respect them back. Mm -hmm. Like, because that's just, we're people. We're not just employee IDs. We are people. Yeah, exactly. And we have lives. We do have lives. All right. So with that, I think we are going to go into our pros and cons of the new work life, working remote. Yeah. Just how we feel about it. Top three pros, top three cons each. Sound good to you? Yeah, sounds good. All right, take it away. So mine is just kind of a little bit vague because, I mean, you guys have found out that I've had quite a few different jobs, um, but none of which have really been like consistently work from home. Um, But my pros are that I feel like in general, I have a lot more energy to give to my personal life when I work from home Mm -hmm. without sacrificing the energy that I'm giving to my corporate life. Like I'm so much better about keeping up with my friends when I work from home. Like my apartment stays clean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can be kind of a shit sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not not, uh, text my friends back for like weeks. Um, I text back in 10 minutes or I text back in 10 days. There's no, there's no no in between. between. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I feel like when I work from, from home and I work remote, like I do have so much more energy to give back to myself and to my friends and family. Um, and then also I, I get to work with my cat, which is like, hello, that, amazing. that's amazing. That's like, all anybody wants. Why wouldn't I want to work with my cat besides the fucking cat harrogating everywhere? But um, those are two. But I guess the third one would be that when I work in the office, I come home exhausted. 
like I feel like I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. I don't have energy to go work out. I don't have energy to clean or do my laundry. And that's a me thing with my own, you know, personal journey with mental health. But when I work in the office, I just come home and I become a vegetable and I watch TV and that's it. It's so hard for me to actually do anything productive outside of work. Mm -hmm. But when I work remote, you it's, put some laundry in on your lunch break. Yeah. I, it's just and, easier to get things, stay on top of things. And I've been sitting in my house all day. So it's like, okay, I, I want to go out and right. go for a walk and like go out and do things. And like, it, it's just more conductive to my mental health in that aspect. Um, should I go ahead and go through my cons or do you want to go through your pros and then we both do cons? No, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. So my cons are that I naturally, I think, struggle with the work-life balance on my own like I just tend to be a workaholic like as much as it's a toxic trait I will make work my personality in my life um so I think cons with that are that I would really struggle to have a, a healthy daily routine like kind of like you said earlier like I would never leave my house or I would it, it would be kind of hard to leave my house and I think I might have some good days where I'm motivated to go do laundry and like go for walks and things like that but I would have other things or other times where I like probably would not leave my house mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of a I don't know if it would be good or bad for my mental health because I haven't had it as an experience for a routine time right that makes um sense. the other two I mean I kind of just touched on it is like you know I I live with my parents now while I'm saving to buy a house but when I lived alone before and lived in an apartment, like I would get so lonely sometimes when I was working remote. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that just, again, it, it's like a love, hate relationship with working remote and, and handling your mental health. I think you have to be very, it's, it's tricky. There's, it's a slippery slope. And you have to be very, um, it's a slippery slope that I'm trying to go backwards on right now. What am I trying to say? You have to be like, um, like you have to have a lot of willpower, I guess. Like you have to be very structured with yourself. Yeah. Um, and then I think, you know, my last con is something we talked about is body language. Like I'm super big on social cues and context clues and like understanding if people are upset or things like that. So to me, it's easier to get along with my coworkers in person. And a con is that it does sacrifice your interpersonal relationships when you, that was the word you were looking for. That was. 20 minutes ago. Yeah, interpersonal relationships. <laughs> I think you, those do sacrifice when you work remote. So it's kind of like, it is, it's, there's a, a lot of pros and cons with working remote and working in person. And it's just kind of like, you have to figure out what what's better for you. Yeah. And what your boss allows. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. Okay. I'll be quick because a lot of mine, I feel like, kind of fall in line with yours. I think on the pros side, the work-life balance and the flexibility, I think you can't really, I just feel like it's such a, it's such a big thing for me. Like the work-life balance is, is incredible. Like I love it. Like I, I'm like, can't even remember the days that I would be in the office full time, like, and, and be worried about the fact that I had like a dentist appointment and how the hell was I going to work it into my day? Um, so I definitely think like the work, like work-life balance and the flexibility is like number one pro to me. Absolutely. I think the opportunities that working from home can bring and being able to work remote for international and national companies that maybe you wouldn't have had the opportunity to before because you're not in a position where you can relocate. I think that's that's a huge thing. Um, 
you know, there's people who are working for companies that are based out of California and they're living on the complete opposite side of the country. Or they're, they're, maybe they're, maybe they're living in a different, like in a different country completely. Maybe they're up in Canada or they're, you know, live, they're chilling on a beach in Mexico and they're, yeah, my job they're is working. Global. Exactly. So I think like the opportunity that, that this has brought to our generation of employees is, is absolutely incredible. And, and I love that. Um, one more pro, I think, I don't know if you guys can tell, but we literally made a list. We did. <laughs> I, but, but you know what? I only have two pros on my list, but I think they cover, they cover a lot. Yeah. Well, it's hard to be so black and white. I had, I, I had work-life balance and flexibility as two different things on my list, but they're the same fucking thing. So I just kind of looped them into one. <laughs> so, I, I, at this moment, I just looped them into one. So it was technically yeah. three. <laughs> Honestly, but my, my cons is the loneliness and the mental health that's mm-hmm. been the biggest thing for me that has stood out over the past couple of years is I I have gone isolated I mean really really isolated and, and that's like my boyfriend obviously like I live with him and so like I have that human interaction like in the evenings but it's it can be hard when you don't see another human in person for like I remember yeah. he went on a work trip for a week and I didn't see another human an actual human for like four days straight <laughs> that sounds so pathetic <laughs> No, it's I'm not. Listen back on this and be like, "Wow, way to put yourself no, on blast." Not. But whenever I lived alone in my apartment, I was the same way. Like now that I live with my parents, and yes, I'm 26 and live with my parents, but like, no shame. I have a much different social life now because mm-hmm. when I lived alone, I I wasn't motivated to exactly. go do anything, and yeah. so I was lonely all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's definitely my biggest con is like the loneliness and the toll that that can take on your mental health is a huge, huge thing. The working extended hours again. This one. <laughs> It's it kind of can be a pro if you take it from the flexibility standpoint, but I definitely did work under a micromanager at one point in time where it was expected. Okay, well, I I you, we talked earlier in our one on one, and I know you don't have plans tonight, so I'll call you at six p.m. on a Friday because I know that you're at home and I know your computer's there. Who's that TikToker that's like respectfully no? I don't know, but I love that. She has like gone viral on TikTok about like being a corporate millennial. That's oh my like. God respectfully boundaries fuck off oh well that's funny because i said respectfully yes what do you need (laughs) terrified to say no to authority um okay yeah so that would definitely be another um another con for me and then i'd say the third one is just like the you touched on it as well not having that super close relationship with your with your coworkers. Mm -hmm. again could not could not say a bad word about anybody on my team right now i absolutely love them and i the happy hours and things I've gone to and the team building activities, I have had the most fun that I've ever had in a corporate setting. Absolutely. Time of my life. But it's not enough yeah. because it's once a month and I've only been there four months. And so the anxiety that builds ahead. up before it is so intense. And that comes back to the loneliness and the mental health mm-hmm. and the social anxiety. I will say, and I'm sorry if I keep cutting you off. No, but like, I, that was it. I was done. That was my, that was my list. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I think it's hard to tell if like the effect that this is having on mental health is from purely working remote or if it's from a combination of just literally how much COVID upended everyone's lives. I think it's a combo. Yeah. Like there's, there's no way to know for sure. Because because for a long time, it wasn't just your work that was affected. It was, you couldn't even go to a restaurant with your friend. And Mm -hmm. I think that can be probably honestly be another topic for an entire, I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. COVID fuck shit up dude my entire family lives in a different country i'm gonna talk about fucking shit up yeah all right my i literally had didn't see my grandparents for three years straight like it was 
It was rough. But I think we could definitely do a whole episode on that if people are interested. Not that no one likes the C word, but, you know. If anybody's interested, if anybody wants us to vent about COVID for for an hour, definitely let us know. Please do, because I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I think of everything that we've talked about in the past almost 40 minutes, I think what, what it comes down to is there's definitely pros and cons to working from home. There's pros and cons to working in an office. And it's, and it's not one size fits all. No. It's very much industry and employee specific. Yep. And I think the best advice that I think that Lizzie and I could give you guys listening is find a company and find the team, you know, as you're going through interview processes and things like that, or if you're thinking of jumping ship and moving somewhere else, cause you just don't feel like you're in the right fit right now. Look out for that mutual respect. Know that there's going to be, you know, the flexibility and the work-life balance, whether you're in office, whether you're working from home, whether you're doing this hybrid model. Oh my gosh. I think it all comes down to what fits you, what fits the employer. And as long as you are both happy and on the same page and go for some drinks with some coworkers because I need to do that more. Yeah. Going for drinks with coworkers is like one of, no matter what job, it's it's always the best part of the job. Um, one thing that you were talking about that made me, words, um, (laughs) something you just said made me want to do a future episode on like red flags in the workplace or like red flags in the interview process. Oh, I love that. I go, oh my God. I think we should definitely do an episode on that. I've got a list. You guys, we have so many episode ideas, but also like keep also like, please suggest. Definitely suggest, but honestly. Keep suggesting like you guys have actually done (laughs) But it's our second oh episode. <laughs> what are you talking about? We have so many fans. No, we do have so many fans. Um, Mom no, and Dad, thank you. On, yeah, really, thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, I think that could honestly be our topic for next week. If if everybody's on board with that, we can put it on yeah. our Instagram as well. Red flags in an interview. I love uh, it. Yeah. I'll start making my list now. Take me till next week <laughs> yeah. to finish it. That might be it's a, a long two-parter one. because uh, <laughs> there's a reason I've had so many jobs, y'all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's also probably a me thing. <laughs> Anyway, well, with that, I think we should end on a positive note with our highlight of the week. So, Lizzie, what was your highlight of the week? Um, Okay, so my highlight was from Friday, and it's really silly, but it also, like, stuck with me, and it's something I'll probably never forget. I had to call our work cell phone carrier, and I was probably on the phone with them for maybe, like, an hour and a half trying to get this problem resolved. And the call center person was, you know, understanding and they helped me solve it, which is awesome. But also at the end of the call, he was like, thank you so much. You made my Friday. I hope, you know, you have a good Friday. Don't forget to drink water and take your vitamins. And it was just like, like you're humans. You're not just an employee. You're a human. And And also hydration. (laughs) He worked in a call center. You know, he probably gets some of the shittiest calls of his life. People can be rude. He told me to drink my water and take my vitamins and I literally was like I love you thank you (laughs) I love that that's very sweet (laughs) and we had been on the phone for an hour and a half so you know he was probably sick of me yeah he still told me to take my vitamins so thank you sir I don't remember your name but thank you (laughs) because he's listening yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh I love that though okay so the highlight of my week was I was on a pretty big call last last week towards the end of last week and we were just kind of giving some very important people that work um within our company that we do our marketing efforts for them directly um i'm trying to make that fucking vague um we (laughs) it seemed vague to me um so anyway there was a lot of important people in this meeting and 
my manager was giving kind of like basically like a download on all the marketing efforts that we've been doing thus far to try and you know drive our profit and things like that and and they were so ecstatic with the work that had been done and my manager gave me a special shout out and basically was like you know Maeve has really you know done a lot of the hard work here has really like pulled most of the weight on on this specific piece of the project so I just like want to make sure that that's highlighted and like shout out to her and I felt so good everyone was like claps for Maeve and and that just made me feel good again I haven't been at my company that long so just like being called out in front of some people that that really matter every everybody at a company matters let me rephrase that every every fucking person but to be acknowledged being acknowledged on a call with a lot of people being a newbie was was good it felt good hell yeah Cheers to that. Cheers to that. That was a shit. That was a lame cheers. Ready? Oh, what is happening? Just, you know. Okay. uh, I think it was, I don't know. Maybe it's the wine glasses, but it's, it's (laughs) symptomatic of our entire day. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a rough day. That'll be a story for another time, guys. But yeah, I think, um, I think we're going to wrap it up here and we just appreciate you guys tuning in again for another week. We honestly, we love this. This is the highlight of our week, truly outside of the corporate job. This is the highlight of our week and we love you guys and we thank you for the continued support and we can't wait to talk to you guys next yes. week with some interview red flags apparently yes. thank you so much for like making our pro- passion project come to life and just being fucking rock stars you guys rock Woo! <laughs> yay well have a good week everybody have a good week we'll talk to you guys next wednesday talk to you next wednesday bye, bye. bye.